Another change mid-year, used to it, with, so we'll adjust. That's all I'll say. How will it affect your ability to prepare for games? Well, it's a little different. You ask any football player, and most O-linemen and D-linemen, they like to put the pads on to hit, to practice hitting, to practice fits, run fits, to practice the run techniques and things like that. So I imagine that's going to change some of the things we do and some of the, how we work on football-related activities during practice. Um, so it's definitely going to affect us. Um, and it's just we've had everything scheduled out a certain way and to be told midway through a year, 11 weeks in, that you're no longer able to do it. I'm glad we got one final one in for the history of the CFL. So it's at least a good thing. Um, not much else to say, to be quite honest with you. It just creates difficulty for you given the fact that it's midstream. Yeah, I mean, it's a, once again, it's another change mid-year. Um, with no consultation, no asking, no nothing. I mean, it's a couple few people getting together to decide something and it gets changed from my knowledge I mean I, I don't know everything but just to be told that you can no longer you're a football coach and it's no longer up to you whether you have a padded practice and I don't even know what that means because are my quarterbacks not allowed to wear pads to practice throwing in are they supposed to just not wear pads either or is it okay as long as you don't contact each other ever so if, if a receiver wants to get the feel of wearing his pads to catch a ball is he allowed to do that if we don't have contact with each other? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen the whole uh, memo that's been put out yet. I just know that we're not allowed to wear them, and I assume contact each other. So maybe we can just wear them and run around. We just can't contact one another. So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be listening, I guess, at some point and hearing things. Um, the league is all about player safety right now, and so I'm assuming that means when we go to BMO Field, there's an end zone in that that in BMO that's really slippery, and it's unlike any other surface we play on. And if you watch all the football games that are being played there, there's a lot of people slipping. And I know we have a few people with groin injuries, and I assume that that slipping creates groin injuries. So I assume you can get hurt doing that too, more hurt. So I would assume that that's probably going to get rectified really soon too is a slippery surface, unlike any in our league, um, if we're worried about player safety because players are going to start getting hurt um, if they haven't already. Because what you're doing is you're saying that when you get padded practices, the wear down effect gets you hurt. That's what I'm assuming they're saying. Because I don't know very often in a padded practice of the last 18 years I've seen guys get hurt in padded practices. But the wear down effect, I guess, is what they're talking about. So I guess the wear down effect of being in an end zone that you slip all the time in should get your groin or get something your knees unstable and then all of a sudden it finally pops or gets hurt so i'm assuming if we're really talking about player safety that's going to be really 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 looked at and we play there um, saturday so i hope that that gets really looked at or at least by the end of the year maybe the last seven weeks we make a change to bemo's end zones so it's a little bit more safer for our players so there's not a wear down effect when we play in that end zone from last game to now Lost a player to injury. The one-hour rule meant you couldn't replace him. Starting quarterback gets pulled mid-game. You seem to have, there's some frustrations happening right now with some rules that are around the league. Do you feel like you want to, or coach, you should have more of a voice? Is the communication there so that you guys can be heard with some? Of there's this? there's definitely some things I think that need to be looked at in the off-season. I 
mean, and again, you can't have a, an answer for everything and not everything's perfect, but when certain situations come up that directly affect you and directly affect how uh, our operation of our league is, you know, when we talk about player safety again and we say you want to start a game with 43 players when you have 45 available or 46 available, but you'd rather start it because the, it says in there one hour prior. Well, I would think that now you can look at that and say, is that really the smartest thing? Is that really, is one hour really more important than starting the game with 44 players so that everybody ha plays a part, so guys don't get worn down? So our guy that went in and started on special teams and played every special teams rep and had to play a game rep, all the game reps as well, because he's not really used to that and he's not supposed to do that, but an hour before, 30 minutes before a guy gets hurt and we have a perfectly healthy body, but we're, we're but you don't want that because it's an hour before, because that's a rule. But we're saying we can change rules mid-year. So I think you should look at it. If we're able to change rules mid-year and something comes up you haven't never thought about, or like the quarterback hit, I mean, has anybody thought of that it's three plays that have to be out? But what if you run three plays in one minute? Is that really enough time to, if you're thinking that a guy got a concussion, is one minute really enough time to evaluate him? Because if you did and you put him back out there, is one minute enough? Or should it be a little bit longer? Should, should If it happens to the backup quarter or quarterback, should the backup quarterback be given time to warm up in that spot? You know, there's a lot of things that can be looked at to possibly get changed if we're looking at changing rules whenever we want in the middle of a season. I'm just a, I'm just a little bit old school. I mean, I think you just play the, the game for 18 games and then make adjustments at the end of a year. But I'm not the commissioner and I'm not uh, a higher up in our league. So I just see things and... You guys ask me ask me questions about it, and I'm not afraid to answer it or give my opinion on it. It's not my opinion isn't probably the right one, but it's my opinion. Um, but like I said, there are certain things that certainly need to be looked at. I believe, um, you know, at the end of the year, and uh, I'll definitely I know we get to speak to um, different people, different things at the end of the year usually. So you know, I'll so you voice. Do have a voice. Yeah, I mean, you get to talk, but. Um, when you when you notice things mid-year, usually it doesn't matter. So you know, like things like that that happened last game. Is anything going to get changed from that? I don't know. I don't know how much people are talking about that. You know, even with Mike's hit, you know, Glenn Suter's. Uh, I, I mean, I listened to the game and PVR it, and I listened to him say it's the worst hit in the world. Well, if someone is judging whether Mike Riley is hurt, and he's the one that's a spotter and listens to somebody say, he gets to listen to the game and watch it not just watch it. So when he listens, he hears Glenn Suter say, that's the worst hit I've ever seen a quarterback take. Don't you naturally think he might be hurt from that? So do you think that maybe gets changed? You can no longer listen. You just got to watch and see for yourself. And if you're really looking at the reaction of the player to determine whether he's hurt or not, watch Mike's reaction. You tell me if he was hurt. I don't think by his reaction you could say he was hurt. But I can definitely, if I was, was just watching the game and someone, a football mind said, man, that's the worst hit I've ever seen a guy take, I would look at it a little bit more intently, especially if I'm the spotter responsible for determining whether he's hurt or not. I might. It might influence me. Are they going to make that change? I don't know. I just know right now a spotter can listen to the game. I don't know that that's right, though. So. How about the extra week? I mean, I'm in fan of the extra week uh, just because I think hopefully it allows the scheduling to get spaced out and we don't play a whole bunch of games three games in 11 days, two games in six days more often. If that's what the extra week's going to allow the league to get to, I think it's a great thing. Having an extra week to rest, having an extra week to get your mind off of football and recuperate, I think is always a good thing. 
the players are probably against it because it's an extra week they have to work without getting paid. You know, but at the end of the day, I think it's, it is a good thing and a good thing for our league. That's my opinion, though.